Thanks for tuning in to Locked in the Green Room. I'm chatting to different musicians about how they are spending their time and keeping positive whilst in self-isolation. Today, I am chatting with Tom XL from Nubian Twist. I hope you enjoy. Um, how's it going? All right. I've how's... just been for my hour um, allowance of exercise. Is it an hour? Something like that. I mean, there weren't exactly police monitoring the time I was out in the park <laughs> running. So, uh, but yeah, I've been out for some exercise. Yeah. I think I've got my shirt on back to front. Well, I don't know, man. I, doesn't look, cares. I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, at least you got dressed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, I got dressed for the podcast, really. I'd be lounging around. My pants yeah. That's the thing is actually, I was like, I was, ch- I spoke to Adrian Cox, who's a clarinetist the other day. Yeah. And, uh, he was like, mate, this is a great idea. And if nothing else, it made me uh, get dressed. So yeah, there you go. Exactly, <laughs> if I could yeah. just like help loads of musicians uh, around the world just put their trousers on, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, that's a small difference that you can make right now, man. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> can't do much, but that's one thing I can do. Um, so how's it, how, have you, how long have you been in your house for now? Um, I think I'm nearly at the end of two weeks isolation anyway, because my housemates had some various symptoms going uh, on. Okay. And then obviously lockdown since last night. So, um, yeah, it's going to be like a good five five weeks in the house, I think. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing, I did the same because I had a, I was with someone who we saw had my wife's um, mum. So, that she had the virus so we were like yeah. right great in for two weeks and now it's yeah i think i'll be the same five weeks at the very least <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i mean it's funny because loads of mates are kind of calling to be like are you okay this is like crazy being in on your own all the time and i'm like like what do you mean it's crazy this is my life <laughs> <laughs> well so, i mean it's not fully your life is it because you're all you you know you you do a lot of a lot of playing don't you yeah, it kind of jumps between either being on tour or just spending all of my time at home mm-hmm. working on records and practicing and all that stuff. So it kind of it feels like I'm just in a ex- slightly extended period of that that part really. But yeah. obviously, to people who are used to having a routine, getting out and seeing friends, they're like, "What the hell is this life?" I'm yeah, like, it's the life of a lot of musicians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I do know what you mean. I, f- I feel like uh, people like yourself or, you know, anyone who's like constantly going or, or you know, doing that basically, either touring yeah. or in, I feel like, and I have gone through periods of that as well, actually. You know, I feel like that, those musicians, it doesn't, it's not that bad to begin with because you're like, ah, oh, you know, I was, because I was talking to Adrian again and he was like, yeah, I was, yeah. Gonna, I was sort of going to have a couple of weeks off anyway. But it, I feel like it might start to hit like those types of musicians later when you're like all oh, right yeah well. when you realize actually there is no work and this is just this is it like yeah i mean i say i've kind of been coping all right it's been swings and roundabouts of kind of trying to be positive and yes sort of delve into my work as a producer and keep busy nice. um but then there's definitely been times where all those bubbling thoughts about how horrible the situation is just come to the surface and like it's 
it's going to be a hard a hard one for everyone's mental health i think really you yeah avoid it can they no yeah i i i am with i'm with did i just clip oh well i didn't hear it sounds um i'm with you with the uh with the in and out of it because like some days I, yeah I've, I've woken up and been like well, what am i gonna do like what mm-hmm. but then someday like today i'm sort of i'm sort of up for it <laughs> not yeah, up yeah, for it but you know but you um, can you can keep positive and keep on yeah. doing productive stuff yeah 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 i don't know um actually i think part of the positivity for me might be like seeing the little glimpses of hope with the uh self-employed mute uh self-employed thing going on in the uk yeah so that's just come out today right yeah that the ch- what's, um, the, the what's your understanding of it i've just very briefly read something for a couple of minutes before getting on this call well i don't want to be like a i don't want to be spreading misinformation and yeah okay the, the pro the uh the Maybe problem with me just, um, the problem with me yeah <laughs> yeah, the problem with me making any comments about anything that isn't just like playing the violin is that I, there's a very good chance of me spreading misinformation uh, to the 12 people who might listen to this. No, to the, uh... <laughs> no but uh, I think that they've amended the bill. Is it a bill? See, this, yeah. is, this is where I should they're just going, stop. We're off already. This is where I should just stop. <laughs> they've amended the thing, which, which was... Uh... Oh, man, I... F- Maybe it'll be fine. Is the, is the yeah? Answer. Maybe we'll get some money off the, the government. <laughs> and like that, maybe was always in the back of our minds because we felt. Well, I did. I felt they can't just leave us. You know, everybody who's self-employed. Um, and that maybe was always there, but I guess that maybe has been um, has been yeah has been sort of reinforced a little bit. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. I, I like I said, I, I was about to start talking rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, congratulations on. Uh... <laughs> And stopping that yeah yeah well there's many people who don't yeah too right uh yeah uh what was i gonna say so you're pretty you're in and out but at the, in general you're pretty chilled have you what what's like uh what's like a new what's a new thing that you've if anything has that's that's come out of your two-week situation uh exercise oh yeah which is kind of ironic because obviously i, I sort of have a lifestyle where I'm self-employed and I can I can choose to exercise when I want but for some reason um this has kind of spurred me on to be a little bit more active and not just sit around making music when I'm at home so that's kind of that's kind of nice actually I'm enjoying I'm enjoying that yeah Um, that's great I feel like it's funny for different um careers like obviously all the sporting guys now don't have any sports and they're kind of sitting at home probably like doing less exercise and are going to come out of it less practiced whereas musicians actually have a bit of time to kind of do more exercise and practice loads and are probably going to come out of it with some ridiculous chops and just some mad music I yeah guess. um there's yeah a silver lining for musicians when we get out the back of this isn't there yes have you managed to get practice in um, not not much, but I've I've kind of been delving into production work actually, um, and just writing. I've kind of been writing a lot more than practicing. Um, kind of trying to trying to just keep some writing projects going with a few different 
artists that I've, that I've been working with a bit because that's stuff you can do remotely. And luckily, Nubian Twist finished tracking our album just before this all kicked oh, off. Man. That's, that's so really good. It's, it's amazing timing, which means I've kind of got this whole record of stuff that I can be sifting through and finishing off, um, which, is, which is quite good timing. I mean, it's all like basically unpaid work. So yeah. um, it's, uh, it's not providing any answers financially, but it's, it's definitely something I can be productive with that has a long-term goal so yeah well yeah more of that than practice but um i do intend to do some practice actually you might like this maybe i i don't know if i want to embarrass myself trying to play it but i do it um i've i've got a bowed instrument in my life now oh is it what is it it's a cheese eze. uh okay and where, where does that come from uh it comes from tanzania uh-huh. um so i was out there also just before this whole thing popped off with Onipa, we had a few shows in east africa blissfully enjoying ourselves playing music and doing workshops and having the time of our lives before yeah. we realized the imminent doom of all this but um but yeah, yeah i picked up this uh, this instrument i'll show it to you all right i need to check my camera to make sure i'm um, I mean, I don't know if this is much good if you're just doing this as audio for people anyway, but... Um, I think it's going to be... I don't know. This one might right. be video. Well, I, it might not be. I will try and make noises with it also, but basically, this is a cheese eze. That string's not tuned, but the first three are all right. Um, it's from the from the Gogo tribe um, from Tanzania, from a, specifically from a family called the Zawase family that uh -huh. I was doing some work with. Um, Pena have just released a record with one of the Zawase's as well, actually, which is great. And oh, nice. me and my mate Ollie Barton Wood have just done some recording. You were telling me about that, yeah, I remember you saying. Um, and it's it's just like a sort of homemade violin thing by one of their dads, and it's baobab, baobab bark for the bow, and then there's like a little blob of baobab resin ah. there on the neck that it's probably going to sound really scratchy and horrendous. Well, welcome to my life. <laughs> um, it kind of works better in the heat. Oh, so that's where you put the rosin. That's where you put the rosin you on, stick yeah. it to the instrument. You know, yeah. yeah, so there's a blob of it just kind of helping. That's amazing. There, and then you just kind of, I mean, it's just a lot of these instruments just hate the cold, so. Ah, man, tell me about it. I don't know if I'm going to have much joy of getting, getting the bow to work. Yeah. And they're kind of pressed quite low down. Oh, nice. Like so wait, that. you're not playing that with your fingertips then? No, kind of playing it with like um the kind of pads of your fingers yeah, okay. halfway down your fingers and it's I don't know if it works with harmonics or if it's just the pressure because it, like you'd have thought you'd have to kind of like push it against something to uh, to change the note, but that's not the case. Yeah, well, with the violin, you don't have to be pushing it against anything. Oh, you don't, right? So no. that's maybe that's kind of part of the beauty of bowing. Yeah, string. yeah. As in, if you, all you need to do is all the whole idea is you're just uh, 
you're changing the length of the string, aren't you? And that's what makes the that's what changes the pitch. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas on a guitar, if I kind of didn't didn't press down, it would just be pretty. It would just mute. go. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't really do much. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's probably the thing I'm going to be most tempted to practice because it's new and exciting for me. Whereas yeah. guitar, as you know, we're playing an instrument for for decades, you get a little bit bored after a while sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go through you go through periods, don't you? And sometimes yeah. you're like actually you know you get a new lease of life and you start getting into it again but it kind of yeah it's, 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 the sad what's a problem is this if that happens to you right now you know then it's like oh god i wish <laughs> that i was in the like not have that feeling yeah it? yeah it'd be much better to have that feeling like when you're when you've got when you're just running around gigging but anyway um yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean um, I've sort of been struggling with that a little bit, but been getting into it, practicing a lot of Indian stuff. Oh, nice! Which has been, You've just been out there as well, haven't you? Yeah, which is real. It's really nice. It's nice to actually nice to have some time to like properly delve into it now, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just up to before all this happened, you were running around the world uh, with Onipa. Yeah. Uh, Nubian Twist, and uh -huh. um, you were in Africa doing this project. Why don't you tell, tell me a bit about the project? Yeah, sure. So it was kind of in a few different um, few different sections. Uh, me and Ollie Barton Wood went out to Tanzania yeah. first to, to um, record some stuff with two of the Zawase family. Uh -huh. um, actually, I'll backtrack to the start of the story, which is the year before. Yeah. Me and him went out on a British Council project which was yeah. aimed at teaching the youth and anyone who was interested in, in music production there and some skills and um, also kind of curating a show with some traditional musicians. So there was yeah. the Wamaduka band, which is an incredible band of lads in their early 20s who yeah. built all of their own homemade instruments and just play ridiculously upbeat, heavy tunes yeah. all day long every day uh and then there was two sisters from the Zawase family pendo and leia and ambassador mandela mm -hmm. who's a kenyan singer and then a couple of producers as well from tanzania so we kind of had these workshops and curated a show that we took to zanzibar and mm -hmm. played at Saudi Zubasara festival mm -hmm. um and kind of off the back of that we had this we had this moment where we'd We'd been so impressed by by the two sisters and and their music and their energy of of what they did, um, and they were really keen to explore doing their own careers in music because yeah. their their dad was Hukwe Zawase, who's quite a famous musician from Tanzania, who was kind of part of Peter Gabriel's thing, ah. um, Real World Records and yeah. Womat and all that stuff. Um, so the whole family is, is extremely musical. There's like 200 of them live in their own kind of sub village in Bagamoyo, which is a little town right. north of uh, the capital, Dar es Salaam. And they're all incredibly musical, but it's, it's, it's generally quite a patriarchal setup. So the, ah. the, the men kind of uh, lead the bands and they, they kind of tour and, yeah. It's in their name. The spotlight's on them. 
Um, but Aziza Ongala, who was the woman who kind of put the projects together for the British Council, really wanted to just shine a light on these women. Um, and they're just so incredibly talented that me and Ollie felt that actually we wanted to to kind of work with them and do some recording to try and help them out with their careers as a kind of sideline to doing the British Council thing. Right. Okay. And um, we were kind of trying to do some recording and had this long conversation about how actually they they did, didn't really feel they'd be able to, to play their traditional music because it would get them in trouble. Yeah. And it kind of seemed like it wasn't going to work. And then there was this light bulb moment that why don't we just compose some new songs? And yeah. it seemed crazy that that wouldn't have kind of come into our minds sooner. But I suppose yeah. they come from such a rich tradition of having all of this family music. It's just not something they'd ever thought of doing is to actually write a song themselves. Uh, okay. And we had about 24 hours off. Um, it was kind of near the end of the project and decided that we wouldn't spend our day off on the beach and go exploring the jungles and the, all the nice things. And actually, we just lock ourselves in a room yeah. and do some writing and then try and record a couple of tunes, which, which we did. And although they were extremely nervous about their writing ability because they've never done it yeah it's so in their blood it just it just came out instantly and they wrote two beautiful songs that we recorded on the rooftop of this little hotel that we were staying in mm -hmm. um and that was kind of the the catalyst for going back out there again this year so we had these two tracks that we kind of showed to some labels and had bits of interest in decided pretty last minute actually we were just going to self-fund getting out there yeah. and record it all and then find a good home for it afterwards um so we went and did two weeks in bagamoyo rented a house there um made the, the recordings met up with the, the wamaduka band again as well um although that's a i don't know there's a slightly contentious issue with um with their management i doubt i doubt this podcast is going to sort of spread enough to, to cause any issues but I'll, I'll just you know probably shouldn't say too much yeah. but anyway we got loads of, of fantastic music recorded met some of the Zawase elders like one of their dads who who built the Chizese and just completely had my mind blown by their music it's phenomenal yeah it's 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 a complete lesson in uh, in triplets they they kind of have a rhythmic feel of triplets that makes it feel like it's a new time signature that I've never heard. That's yeah. just not even a time signature. It's just, it's kind of got its own life and energy that it's like, well, I can hear it's triplets, but it's just so different and unique and the way they swing it and group it. And it's kind of got these really long phrases of, of just a, a kind of swing and a feel that I was so desperate to, to understand and be able to emulate it and i just think i'm still nowhere near it but it's yeah. it's really infectious hypnotic powerful music mm. um, oh man nice yeah so that was kind of the first couple of weeks doing that and then um onipa got booked to play southeast basara festival mm -hmm. um kind of on and off chance like slightly connected to the british council thing but it was kind of just um serendipitous that we got booked Mm. So it kind of tied it all in quite nicely that um, Onipa were coming out to play in Zanzibar. I went to Tanzania first. And, uh, yeah, we played a couple of shows. 
um, in Zanzibar at, the, at that festival. They've got one stage for the public, like in the middle of a marketplace, and then another stage in a fort, which is kind of like the main festival stage that you have to pay entry to. So that's a bit more for tourists, I guess, and some locals as well. But it was it was really nice to play for the local people on the on the mm-hmm. on the free stage. I think that was that was quite a big moment for us as musicians that are really into African music and going and just playing for like the, the home crowd, I guess that aren't aren't kind of tourists paying to go to a festival and seeing if our music relates and translates and if they, if they get it and if they kind of accept us as musicians stepping into their culture, doing it. I mean, obviously for Kweku, he's Ghanaian. So he, Mm -hmm you know like he he feels an affinity being there with west africa and just kind of although it's it's east africa he said it was basically like being home for him yeah. but it was an amazingly validating thing for us to go there and play our music and actually have a have a great response from the local crowd oh, nice. i think that uh, meant a lot to all of us yeah um yeah and we did a few workshops as well in dcma music school which is the only music academy in Zanzibar. Yeah. And it kind of specializes in Tarab music, which is the traditional music of Zanzibar, which I don't know if you know that. No. Nope. Have you heard, have you heard nope. much Tarab stuff? Um, it's a it, it's an interesting mix because Zanzibar is a small island. They had a lot of traffic from ports and and there's there's Arabic influences, I think Indian influences obviously african influences and it's and it's quite a melting pot of sounds but it it's definitely quite notably arabic sounding right okay um, and they have huge orchestras um with violins and um they don't have many other string instruments but there's a lot of violins accordions percussion vocals and quite big kind of orchestral groups playing mm. this music um, ranging from, from from the elders to young people, and it's 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 absolutely stunning, really beautiful music. And there's this one school which is kind of keeping the tradition alive. Yeah. And it was so inspiring to to be there and get to meet the students who were, some of them were just like absolutely phenomenal, disgustingly good musicians that just it was terrifying how 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 good these kind of teenagers were and their resources are like there's like drummers trying to carve their own drumsticks because they can't they can't import stuff they can't get their hands on guitar strings drumsticks you know basic stuff Mm -hmm. that a music school like here would obviously have all that stuff easily Um, so we were really hoping that our london show for our album launch was going to be raising money to ship some stuff over to the school and um try and try and get them some more equipment but obviously that's on pause for now uh so when was that supposed to be uh we were supposed to be having our london launch <laughs> i'm really bad with dates Here i mean it doesn't matter now because no one's gonna you go. know it's cancelled yeah it was yeah. gonna be this month <laughs> it's not very good like plug-in machine this is it just like hey what <laughs> what were you supposed to be doing so check out all these dates that we were going to be playing aren't happening. Yeah. but perhaps there's still a way to spread the word to people to collect um bits of musical equipment and like technological gear 
I think that's still something that we're going to be we're going to be trying to collect a load of stuff. So if anyone has an old microphone or cables or drumsticks, guitar strings, like any any bits and bobs, surplus stuff kicking around that you might have been thinking about throwing away or selling or stuff that people can spare, um, we're going to be trying to put together some some kind of uh, structured way of collecting it all and eventually wow. shipping it out there. So that's in that's being planned at the moment then? Yeah, I mean, it's something we were talking about when we were there and we've been putting the feelers out just between friends just to say, mm -hmm. you know, keep hold of that stuff. And when the time is right, we're going to collect it all and then... To be honest, I can probably help you out. I've got a load of stuff that... Yeah. Could probably, yeah. Brilliant. For sure. Cool. Well... I'm glad I've got the word out a little bit yeah. about that one at least. Um, yeah, and then the last bit of the trip, we went to Reunion Island. Okay. Which is technically part of France, but it's uh -huh. tropical and next to Mauritius near Madagascar. Yeah. I've never heard of it actually. Yeah. To say, but it's a, it's a stunning place with uh, loads of volcanoes and mm -hmm. tropical plants and and uh, French supermarkets with cheese and wine. And oh, it kind wow. of feels, feels like France That's a weird. lot in some ways, but um, also just it's, it's, it's quite confusing, actually, feeling like you're mm -hmm. in France in a supermarket that you can buy cheese and then you get outside, yeah. it's like instantly melts in your hands. <laughs> this, is, this isn't supposed to be that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we kind of had another ridiculous musical awakening of um maloya music which is the traditional music in reunion mm -hmm. which is yet another sort of style of triplet that is just different and magical um and it's kind of traditionally done in families so you'll have different groups it's almost a bit competitive i guess but in a in a friendly way you but you'll have like a family with your extended cousins and aunties and uncles and kids and everyone could play everything to ridiculous levels like yeah. they'd, they'd, they'd switch instruments like four or five times during one song sometimes mm. just to keep jumping in between different instruments and it's 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 really rhythm heavy so loads of different drums and voices and that's basically it no harmony but really powerful music mm. seems like there's a lot of uh it's a lot you know there's a lot of like family music going on over there yeah from what you yeah from, well from i mean it seems like their their culture is so much more intergenerational than ours and mm. they've got such a healthy way of socializing with with three generations in yeah. one space when they go out to concerts or when they go out to eat just you know it's it, it's so beautiful to see that when here we're kind of feels so separate sometimes i wonder if that'll change with uh, what's going on, I wonder if, like, you know, I don't know how long we're going to be stuck indoors, but a lot of people are going to be stuck. In, it's lots of generations stuck together. At least, mm -hmm. you know, people are stuck with their with their parents. I wonder if musicians will be will be it'll be more. We'll get more, you know. Uh, so more, yeah, more yeah. united, I suppose. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe after this there'll be more like uh, families of musicians rather than you know how it is now. I wonder if yeah. That, it's yeah, just yeah, time because sure. I don't know. I don't know how long this is going to last, and if it'll be on and off, and we're just going to have to find ways of spending time with the people who are closest to us more, uh -huh. aren't we? So maybe it will. Yeah. Um, so that sounds like you basically had a 
an amazing uh, experience. It's pretty much the time of my life, really. It's like a dream come true to go to Africa and yeah. and, and play original music. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I like lucky enough to go there last year for the first time and just get to kind of like do a few bits and bobs, but to but to bring one of my bring projects it, yeah. there and play music and meet the other artists and musicians was was a, was a complete dream come true. Yeah. So very blessed. So, Going, yeah, going from that to this must be sort. I mean, I guess it, <laughs> but I guess it must leave you with at least something to dine out on. Well, not dine out, dine, dine in on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I, I feel incredibly lucky I had the chance to do that when I did, mm -hmm. and it was it was good timing, really. Yeah. Um, it's just bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. It's everyone's bizarre. everyone's kind of in everyone's, the same boat yeah. now, which is which is a, a strangely like uniting thing that yeah every single country like i was wondering if there's anyone in the world who doesn't know about corona there must be there must be loads of people that don't but you know it yeah, does seem strange that globally we're suddenly yeah all we're suddenly connected in this issue yeah it's, it is very strange and i do see i feel like it's uh you know it's i don't know it's definitely just changed everybody i think it's gonna mm -hmm. it's there's nothing there's no doubt about it it's going to change everybody's uh hopefully I, I feel change everyone for the better in a way just to for people at least for a little while just to feel like we are connected yeah there's going to be some mad parties like the first few gigs out out the back of this are just going to be the most crazy yeah celebration i can't wait for that as a as a sort of release from it all yes that's true actually that's true. Well, d depending on, we don't know, but yeah, I um, that I can imagine that. Yeah, I'm just imagining the first gig. You know, everyone's just going to go to everyone's gigs. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be wild. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's true. Actually, I hadn't thought about that. I really hadn't. But <laughs> and also, true. like the kind of pent up energy of everyone practicing and writing and it's like i'm ready to show you all this stuff and play yeah. you all these things that i've done yeah that's and true. the crowd are obviously going to be equally as excited to to be able to go and socialize and dance and and yeah. be together so yeah. I, i'm really looking forward to when that moment finally comes back around yeah that's true um what are you so what have you got planned at, at the moment sort of in the short term what what are you planning in the um short term? so i'm kind of trying to finish off the nubian twist record uh, yeah. obviously we just released the honor per album as well mm -hmm. well obviously for me not obviously for anyone else but, um, <laughs> no i saw it that's, no that's bandcamp featured kind of... you guys so you oh, got sorry you're on you're on band you were featured on bandcamp weren't you yeah they gave us that. a little featuring thing it's actually and, quite well timed for uh because there's going to be a lot of people on bandcamp it's definitely Friday. well time for streaming however for selling vinyls and the physical uh, side of things actually radio true. is kind of like yeah. becoming trickier like yeah. it's it's kind of gone down fairly well in france i think they've 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 got more of a thirst for uh -huh. uh, world music in the mainstream and it's yeah it's been it's been getting some nice play over there but then their radios have all kind of gone into lockdown and are just playing a lot right. of playlists rather okay. than so it's 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 quite a crazy time to release yeah, a record, no. but yeah. we're just trying to make the most of it and I guess push the streaming and also kind of push the message of the record, which is really about community and um, 
the, the word onapa means human and it's just about human connections and trying to globally come together so there's there's there a, a serendipitous um thing about the message of that at this time that we're just trying to trying to focus on that and trying to focus on just people having some enjoyment and some happiness from uplifting music and uh all of those sides of it so hopefully people will kind of tune in and stream it and get involved but yeah that's 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 kind of been one of my short-term immediate things um releasing a record always just as you know kind of totally yeah. consumes you for the for that period of time yeah uh, and then trying to finish off the new twist record which is exciting we've got some nice collaborations mm-hmm. going on with um Charisse and hopefully pat thomas um nice. soweto kinch is in the pipelines nice. uh ego ellen may Oh, cool. Ria Moran. I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. Uh, KOG. Yeah. On a few tunes. And then Nick Richards and Pilo, who are obviously in the band already, but they're, they're kind of featured. Got some featured singing tunes. So, of, um, to different styles and um, different vocalists to, to, to be kind of trying to get into their sound and our sound and combine it so that's been quite fun and that's kind of been keeping me busy as well and then i've got some ongoing writing projects as well for ria and an artist called judy jackson i've been doing a bit of writing for um and hopefully doing some with sharice as well so yeah Yeah. just looking to compose and build up a bank of stuff that will hopefully have a have a life at some point yeah oh wicked And what about even more short term? What are you going to do in the next 48 hours? Um, good question. Try and try and just soak up some sunshine. I'm going to have a beer with my neighbor who lives on his own over the over the garden fence. We're going to have a yeah. sort of fence beer. I might get a, a step ladder and sort of see if we can both have a raised seat so we can see each other. Oh, that's nice. Um, Two meters apart, though, eh? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> always. Um yeah, that and I guess now I've got my cheese essay off the off the shelf. I might have a little have a little crack at that after we've uh, finished our chat. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah, my housemate's making a spag ball. All that, you know, all oh, those. Wow. That's what well, already. Uh, well, this evening. This that's, evening, that's in the that's just in the pipeline. Okay, fair enough. So all those all those kind of uh, just boring home life sort of things, really. Yeah, but it's you know, it's it's important at the moment is that stuff it's like you know how are you how are we doing this how is it working yeah and trying to get used to hanging out with mates on video calls that's yeah. that's uh something i'm probably going to be doing and still yeah feeling weird i've never been that comfortable with with uh you know smartphone communication at the best of times and it's it's definitely weird and especially when you know, we've had emails of like, oh, can you guys uh, do a do a live gig for us for our radio show live streamed? Yeah. I'm like, well, can you can you cover the, the the transport and the rehearsal room and the recording engineer yeah. and the equipment? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> well, like, you just want us to pay for it all and then stream it and then beg people for money. It's like this is not this is not how gigs work. This is not. No, it's not the same, man. No. It's just not the same. Maybe if you're an yeah. acoustic artist and you, you know, there's there's some great creative collaborative stuff happening, which which is brilliant. But I just I really struggle with the idea of kind of 
streaming a gig with a yeah. screen in front of me and asking for money. It's just doesn't yeah. it's too weird. Yeah, I know what you mean. It is, it's, it is strange. It is a very strange thing to do. But I mean, maybe it'll be consult that that whole idea will get consolidated at some point and it'll make start making sense. But it doesn't doesn't feel like it makes sense yet, does it? Like, there'll never be the feeling of connection, which is of course. If, if you're playing a, a gig, that's that's kind of pretty yeah. much why you're doing it, really, isn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, you have a rehearsal because eventually you want to connect with people and interact and see how that music makes people move and feel and it's just like just looking at a screen being like have we got any donations yet yeah (laughs) play a bit better yeah no no and also there's something quite strange about being like sort of like hey we're live streaming now coming it's sort of like you're you put a gig on you don't invite any well you sort of invite everyone to it yeah no one pays for tickets but everyone who comes in just sort of comes in because they were sort of walking by oh god they're playing now fair enough i might click on that and it's just a very like it's not the same as pause pause my spotify and listen to a bit of that and then also it stays up afterwards so it's then you can skip through the gig and it's (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) that's true just i mean it's not it's kind of live at the time but then it's and then it's just sitting there like a like a like a music video or a film thing yeah. I don't know. no it's, I, it's all very bizarre it is strange and I, yeah yeah i don't know but you never know man it, we say that maybe like maybe we're maybe would i mean i don't know how old you are but i think you might maybe around this maybe we're just really old and then maybe it's like maybe it's the new the young generation will they'll be like what are you talking about this is what this is what it's all about yeah, we all just stay at home and get universal income and like watch gigs <laughs> online. And <laughs> yeah, it's great. Why are you not doing that? No, I mean you're you're probably right. I I, I don't know. It is, it is rubbish. I haven't. I mean, you know, fair play to everyone, especially people who are doing it in like I guess like you know little duos. I've seen little duos of people who live together and and who are, who are doing it and mm. and and solo stuff. I can sort of see how it works, but it's just. It's good for a bit of extra PR, but I really, really hope that online culture and education doesn't doesn't become the norm. You know, like teaching yeah. online and playing no, gigs I, online. I yeah. It's like it's not normal, and it should never become normal. No, it's no. like it's, it's just not the same. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, true. Like, yeah. It, it won't turn into something that people are like, oh, this is actually great, and we can earn some money, and this is, you know, we can just do it all all through technology I don't think now so, but man. i just i mean unless we're like unless you know this escalates to the point that we're just never allowed out of the house there's no way that people are gonna just be happy to throw away that the human connection no just... definitely not and even if the arts does really suffer it'll it'll spring back like you can't you can't stop artists from doing their thing from no. making stuff and wanting to express it i'm sure it'll it will come back to life again. Yeah, and no one was forcing everybody to listen to it before. You know, it's like mm-hmm. people want it. There's no no one's no one's ever been had to be made to like music. And yeah, it'll come yeah. back. It's the same. It's, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. Mm. Um, I guess yeah, the best thing to do is to to use this time to work on stuff that you can work on on your own. I guess right. Just work yeah. on yourself. Work on playing. Yeah, I guess enough enough kind of balance of looking after yourself, keeping 
yourself productive and then being able to put some energy into helping other people as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've been trying to think of ways to try and help other people, but, mm -hmm. um, I, I, you know, without, without having <laughs> this, uh, without having any money, it's quite hard. It's quite hard to do it. Isn't yeah, it? it is for sure. And I suppose, especially when, when you're in lockdown, it's hard, but it's hard to get out uh, and do it. I saw a bunch of people like putting, I saw a bunch of posters up before we went to lockdown, people posters up saying, you know, if you need me to pick you up anything, if you're elderly or something, mm -hmm. people put posters up. But even then it's quite hard to, to know because I was talking to somebody about that and saying, oh, I'd like to try doing that. You know, maybe put, put things through people's letterboxes and say, you know, yeah, maybe, yeah. can I pick up, pick you up some milk? But then there's an issue there that like, if you're vulnerable and you start to get used to like just trusting everybody who says, Hey, I'll help you out. Then you're vulnerable to people who are going to actually nick your, nick your money. Cause there's going to be some bad people out there who are going to do it. So it's just, you know, I was like, I want to do that. And then someone said, well, yeah, you, you could, but you know, maybe, may, I don't know, maybe is it a good idea? It's like, how do we know what to do? It's hard to know. Mm. I suppose in emergency situations, you're like, you've got to take a bit of a risk as well, haven't you? And just, yeah, just hope, hope that, that it does more good than bad. Yes. Yeah. But it sounds like, um, a distribution for food for the homeless is, is being treated as something that groups can still mobilize and do that. They're still kind of allowed to be active okay. in, in doing that. Oh, but uh, well, my girlfriend's just chatting that the food banks are closing. So the food banks are closing. That's terrifying. That is really terrifying. I don't so, know, but yeah, there I, must be some. There must be some way still that people can, people can help. I, don't I actually know. need to check out because there's before uh, before lockdown, I was uh, I've been doing. I used to work like do a bit of volunteering with uh, uh, London Street Rescue, and I actually haven't mm -hmm. even received any emails from them about whether they're still running. But they, wow. they. I mean, I. I I hope they are because that they basically just go around look you know if if you see someone homeless you send a uh, you you put you put it into an app and then mm -hmm. people from London Street Rescue will go around basically go around and find the person who's been who's deemed to be sleeping rough and try and get them into a hostel basically right okay but I haven't had any emails from them and I actually haven't thought about that but I wonder if that's they, I wonder worrying if, isn't it it's really not. worrying if they're not yeah. even sending me emails like I don't know what yeah, what does yeah. that mean because they used to send me emails all the time. Mm. Um, Not a great sign. No. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's. Not. I have to check it out. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, be nice to chat to you, man. Um, yeah, likewise, and um, good yeah. luck with uh, with everything and getting getting these conversations kind of like out there and trying to keep yeah. communication happening between our networks of musicians and yeah people. Yeah. If you have any ideas, a for, good idea. if you have any ideas for who might, who's that? Do I know that person? No. Huh? Who is that person behind you? Oh, oh sorry. Hey, dude. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello. Um, I was just trying to work out if I knew Dan, but I don't uh -huh. think I do. Um, what was I saying? If I have any ideas. Oh for... yeah, for someone who you might, whom you think might be good on here. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'll let you know. Yeah. I've got a chain reaction thing going on. Oh, yeah. Which is also something that I've been, yeah, this is kind of my other plan of uh, being sat at home with 
instruments and microphones is uh, sort of some chain reaction beat making. Yeah. So how does that work? Because you did ask me to do that. But I'd... well, I mean, I I don't really know yet. It's uh, it's a new thing. But I was kind of thinking if I if someone starts some kind of idea, you send the audio to someone else. Mm-hmm. They film themselves adding something to it. Yeah. And then they then pass that on to someone else. And then I guess all the different parts could get collated by me or someone yeah. and kind of mixed into a final tune and then eventually edited all the the video and the audio together. So you, you end up with a probably quite through composed piece if it kind of goes to loads of people and everyone has ideas. Yeah. Um, arrange it in some cohesive way, yeah. release it, cut the video to the audio. It's, and, a, really, um, it's a really cool idea. So see ha- what see what happens have you have you have you so you've started that off right yeah i've kind of sent one thing out to a bunch of people and just waiting to see what comes back and then i'll i'll kind of you know i can sort of start compiling it all into one one thing yeah and hopefully it'll it'll kind of spread around i'd, I'd love it to uh, become an international thing as well that would be that'd be really fun if yeah you start start getting musicians from all over the world to, to add bits and bobs but yeah I'm, I might start a few in different styles. I think I I maybe didn't didn't help by writing a a really awkward riff to start with. <laughs> maybe you should uh, treat it a bit more like a jam where you sort of do something quite open and uh, easy for people to like, you know, some sort of space for people to play on top of. I might not have come with the best idea, but you think you just like stressed everyone out that they couldn't play. Maybe like you I stressed everyone out slightly. Oh God! Why can't? Why don't I know what's going on? What am I doing? What am I even, for fuck's sake, I quit. <laughs> no, I mean I don't think I, I don't think so. It sounded nice to me. It didn't sound didn't sound too weird. It sounded cool. Sounded cool. All right. Well, um, yeah. It's pretty weird, so but it's nice. Up whacking something on top of it, then. For sure. Yeah, I'll be off that. Nice. Um, nice to chat to you, man. Yeah, um, you too, Matt. Take care, mate. Yeah, yeah. Let me know what's going yeah. on. Will do. All right. right. See ya. Catch you soon. Bye. Peace. Please like, share, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on whatever podcast player you're listening on all the stuff. Do all the things so you hear this or watch this again. Thanks very much for listening. I'm going to be live streaming these from YouTube very soon. So, uh, yeah, please watch out for that too. All right. Bye.